Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. Welcome to another episode of Bewitching the Home. Today's guest is Daniel Varon-Coranis. He is an artist from Southern California who is reacting to the conditions that surround him. He's local here in San Diego, and we talk about his um, newest art project, which is Fredell Urban Farms, and how the conditions of 2020 really drove him into this new medium of plants and connecting with the soil, connecting with the earth. And then we we talk a bit about his transition and where he's at right now, because there's some things that have changed. Uh, he used to do a lot of art by making objects and things have shifted. And it's just really interesting to see how artists shift and change much like many of us and we're just on a journey with with Daniel and we touch a little bit about my history as well and where I've come from and how that has been a driving force for me so today's episode's really a lot about inspiration what drives us and where we go next from here enjoy welcome to bewitching the home where we explore holistic interior design and its influence on all areas of our mind, body, and spirit. We discuss practices in creating sacred space in alignment with our higher selves and feature conversational explorations with special guests and ventures through the realm of mindfulness, holistic approaches to design, wellness in the home, and sustainability. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hello, welcome back to Bewitching the Home. I'm so excited to have Daniel with me here today from Rydell Urban Farm. Uh, and we will set the stage, of course, by ringing a bell um, to get us into the present moment. I'll light us a candle. We'll talk about our brew and I'll pull us a card. So just kind of getting centered in our space. I'm gonna light a candle, just calling in these beautiful fire spirits of creativity and creation. And I'm gonna start by, you know, I think what I'll do is I'll pull us a card and Daniel and I were just um, speaking about how we first met and I offered to pull him a card, and what was your response? I was just no. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think it was? Were you know, just what, afraid? What? <laughs> no, it's just I. I don't know you. <laughs> You're like, I don't want you tapping well. into my oh, field. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't. Then your business. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need you in my space. Get out of here. Well, I'm gonna pull a card. <laughs> but you know what's so in the funny most is polite way. I was trying to be polite. I mean, 
but but definitely my my answer was no <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. and i remember another time when i met you and you were like you know what you pulled a card the other day and it was the moon and and everything you said was like coming true and i was freaking out and i was just like <laughs> there's weeks where you're on point like to the t and it's scary yeah <laughs> i mean in a good way right yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things where you're like oh like, what is happening uh, right now? okay that 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 happened or you watch the video late and you go yeah okay that was at the end of the day you go oh, oh well that makes sense <laughs> that's so funny well i'm gonna pull a card today just to kind of set the energy okay, okay. for the space hope that's okay i'm pulling from um the gentle tarot that so we've got a gentle um, tarot card here so her cards are super soft <laughs> it's a nice easy way to tap into the the energy and uh, we have the flower of wands this would be the um the page of wands here right oh yeah sorry I'm sorry we got the a this is a new deck eight of wands sorry <clears throat> eight of wands and it says flower of wands but there's the number eight up here so it's either going to be this page of wands or this energy of the eight. So we've got a very beautiful card. It has a crow on it. There's a flame in the center of the breast. And then there's, um, it's almost like rosemary or there's a beautiful um, plant here and there's four of them. And so I'm thinking- My, my spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, is it? The crow? There you go. Well, it, just, it, it feels <laughs> like coming, it, yeah. It feels like it. Yeah, it's just so wise and- and it's either a crow or a raven. I can't tell either one. It's it's absolutely stunning. So the thing that I'm seeing here is is the flame that's at its breast. So it's like really about that passion that's sitting within us. And, and I'm almost seeing it wanting to like, just like cry out like what it is that's wanting to come from it. It's just a really beautiful card. Anyway, so we've got a beautiful energy of this crow, raven, blackbird with flames happening so i'm i'm digging the fire i'm, I'm down for it um All and then right. i also <laughs> love to share what what we're drinking what do you have daniel what what are you sipping on yeah my my morning coffee yeah your coffee Milky person. mug <laughs> <laughs> nice i alternate i alternate between coffee and tea okay yeah, what's your I favorite try, tea i try at some at some point it just doesn't do it so i switch to green tea and then at some point that becomes overwhelming and then i switch back to coffee got it so the right tea... now the coffee is, is really it's been a really nice place so does the tea feel more yeah. energetic to you or is it the coffee that or they no, just different? i think they're different they're different uh they just vibrate differently within me like like sometimes coffee can become anxiety kind of feeling uh but that's when i switched to, to tea mm -hmm. and then tea starts to do that and then i switch back to coffee uh -huh. i like I it think each one has a different uh, routine you know connected to them so i'm not yeah i'm not um yeah i like to to switch and kind of have a little bit of a fresh uh, yeah. Routine in the morning. Nice. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like for me, coffee kind of just ramps things up, and I can only really take one small cup. 
Um, and then the tea for me kind of grounds me a little bit more and, and keeps me a bit centered and, and helps me slow down. I feel like coffee just like ramps everything up. Oh my God, that's a ginormous <laughs> 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 you go through that the whole day? So, no, just in the morning. <laughs> oh my God. Like French press. That thing yeah, is huge. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a part of my morning routine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, I have this cup of green tea, and I feel like this is ginormous, but compared to your craft, it's like <laughs> mini. But Haru has her loose leaf teas, and it's just beautiful. And I picked this one because we're going to be talking about plants and just connecting with leaves and the medicine that plants have for us. And I just it just reminds me of like a garden in this in this beautiful water. So I'm going to pour myself some of that. And I always like looking at the color of it. I feel like the color always has something to tell us. And I was really expecting this to be like a, a green green, but it's more like a golden green, which is really cool. All right, so uh, I, have a, a, I have questions for you. Um, tell me about home. What is home right. like for you at this moment? What is, what is that feeling like for you? Home has never been a place that the physical, home has yeah. never been a place of like, uh, like a calm, like serene space. So a lot mm. of home for me is created within and within my routines. I really seek that within myself because I'm self-employed yeah. at the farm. I'm an artist. Um, so, I mean, if you were to see my house, it's more boxes of inventory. Yeah. Uh, and then, than anything. So it's, it's never, uh, peaceful in that sense but yeah it's peaceful in in my routines and it's peaceful in my my creative energy is really kind of driving things forward and in, in, in making me feel at, at peace and at home you know so mm -hmm. I've, I've never been really tethered to the idea of home you know uh when mm -hmm. I, I used to live in san francisco and well the apartment okay. was really small you know um uh, so you always had to find you know home elsewhere or or dig within in like self-reflection or in your creative energy or whatever different thing to make that happen wow yeah, i don't know yeah <laughs> no i love it so what are the what are the routines or the things that you're incorporating in your life at the moment that kind of get you into that space of your sanctuary of calmness and peace i think i started getting up really early mm -hmm. and i think it's not by choice it's odd. It's odd. Huh. I'm, I'm, I like to get up early and I've gotten up early uh, in the past and I used to go running and and all these different things. Um, but now it's like my coffee and my tea or whatever yeah. I'm drinking at the moment. Uh, I play the guitar. Uh, you know, I, to me, I constantly have to be learning something yeah. or have to, have to be refining some sort of a, uh, like a creative outlet. And at the moment, uh, I'm not making sculptures anymore. I'm not making objects. Okay. So, so yeah. Now, the way I look within is, and and I'm realizing that learning is such a a big part of who I am because, uh, in some respect, I grew up in like an information vacuum. You know, okay. I'm, I'm dyslexic, so I've been. Uh, so here's the thing: it's it's dyslexic without the internet. Yeah, that's how I grew up because the internet wasn't around and and it was just just read it slower or you know just read it 
you know it's yeah. just it's, the information wasn't really accessible uh youtube started coming out and people started putting tutorials and all these mm-hmm. different things and that vacuum was released and now as an adult i just i, I don't i can't get enough wow. i can't get enough i'm always i mean that's how the farm started um uh, i had to learn something in my little garden I had a tiny little garden and then right um I, I wanted to do it better and then I made a bunch of different beds and then uh and then I I realized that I was feeding my my friends and family mm. and then from there I was like well I've got the time you know 2020 was in full bore and yeah being locked in and uh f- food security was was being threatened and health was being threatened and all these different things and it was it was really hard but it became my like I needed that physical exhaustion not to feel stagnant because before the pandemic hit before mm-hmm. you know the lockdown happened I I had shows I had shows I had shows in Santa Ana I had shows potential shows in LA I had uh I had uh a couple shows in Baja, I had two in San Diego. Oh my gosh. And the pandemic hit and uh some of those galleries shut down. You know, some of those opportunities just kind of got put on hold. But during the pandemic there was so much time to look within and and it made me analyze things really differently. I started questioning I don't know, making objects that stored value and and who were the you know was i really reaching my my goal as an artist to me it's always been about creating this universal language and and exploring and sharing that exploration and the way i was describing my work was was like coded in some way because the 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 language that's associated to art is is academic you know and yeah and i just didn't feel like i was reaching my 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 audience if if like i consider myself an artist who reacts to his environment so mm-hmm. at what point was i being true to my audience was it well, not audience but true to my environment and the people around me you know i i describe my work to people and, the, and they were confused or they were just, they just yeah. with a blank face and like i, I just <laughs> I was not click. describing it successfully and it was my it was my failing. It yeah. was my um it might have been successful in other in other ways but I started realizing that I was I had done projects in the past mm-hmm. that were success were successful uh to me and and I was chasing something that wasn't who I was. I'm not an academic you know i've mm-hmm. i've explored all that stuff so from there i took the the little garden i was like you know what i'm going to make um I, everything's out the window there so if I keep <laughs> so you're looking at, at that, it <laughs> I keep staring at my my doings um i wanted to create wealth for my community and those those around me and and create something that was nutritious you know yeah. um and and something that was accessible you know like it cuz yeah like yeah. nutrition is in a really accessible way so i went 
somewhat yeah, I went literal with the with the with the idea, and I pulled up all my garden beds, and it hurt because it was at the beginning of the season. The sun was starting to hit. All my plants were starting to you know come alive. There's right. a point where you have these seedlings and you nurture them, and at some point they you know they get legs of their own and they get they really root down and and they start becoming you know something that that shows potential and I said I have to if I don't do it now I'm not going to do it you know yeah. so I I tore everything up and I and I made beds that were uh and I organized the yard to where it was 30 out oh, 30 inches I took mm-hmm. all my whole backyard which is a decent size every 30 inch 30 inch bed 10 inch walkway 30 inch bed yeah. 10 inch walkway 30 inch you know and I, and I went through the whole thing and then at some point it made like a you know aesthetically pleasing uh pattern which right. wasn't intended but i think you know there's something artist, there that was happening while you, know, you were it, you know exactly it's like the, your your mind is trained already and you think okay it, it, there's confidence in the gesture i think that's what that's what mm-hmm. what happened i was just, I'm just going to do it and and acting you know creates creates something aesthetically pleasing at least in my um my way of thinking so, so that started going and I started planting things and, you know, I was, I was really excited that I was having my friends over and, yeah. and that was meaningful, right? And right. it was yeah, yeah. nice to see my friends and family and then I started posting it on Facebook and it was a way to stay connected, right? But then the pandemic was lifted and then I started taking things to market uh, and I started dealing with strangers. Mm. <sighs> That's a like, whole nother dynamic. Uh, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> how do I put it? It was spiritually soothing. I don't know. Mm. It's it, it just interesting. Like to, to see your effort truly connect you, with your community. You know, I grew up at the flea market, you know, at the yeah. f- we've, we've had a stall at the flea market for uh, 34 years. And what were you doing with at the flea market? I mean, we used to sell fabric. Yeah. Yeah. We used to sell fabric and, and you know, it was a lot of hard work in that whole nine. But as a kid, uh, you take for granted the community that comes with it. You just, you're just a part of it. You're just a part of the, the flow. You're part of the, the condition. You're just a part. Uh, and I moved away and came back. Um, and then started helping my mom at the stall. The pandemic hit, we shut down, but when we came back, we had a little bit of fabric and we had the vegetables. But yeah. having that direct to consumer and telling people your story and how you started and talking about food security and talking about uh, food integrity, you know, talking, I don't do any pesticides, any, none of that. So uh, the people, or really are are and continue to be very inspired and and oh, I don't know the, just the interaction and that that people go you know at some point uh, if I have over overages of vegetables right. I don't bring them home and put them in the compost bin I give them away there's some days where I'm giving away more vegetables than I'm selling but oh people go why do you do that why don't why don't you just take it home and give it to your friends and family it's like it's a selfish thing yeah you don't know true like inner wealth until you express like generosity with a, mm-hmm. with strangers like there's there's a selfish thing there like this is a selfish thing i'm 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 doing it for me 
and yeah. took a long time. Mm, that's, that's, <laughs> what is the reaction <laughs> it feels to really the? really good. And, and, <laughs> what is the reaction uh, to the strangers that are receiving? <laughs> are, do they, are they thinking like, what is this? Is this a trick? Or are they open? And it's it's so varied. It's so varied. There's some people like during Christmas. There was a couple of people where you just give them a bag of lettuce, uh-huh. and a thing of carrots, and and uh, I had a lady look at me and just and and with just without words, you could tell that she just really needed that. It's it, it's something that lacked that I that I lacked. I, I I chased this. I'm a very passionate person, you know. I chased mm-hmm. you know art and what I thought art was for such a long time and thinking that, you know, I was being successful because, you know, the the work that I was making was going to explore these things and people would eventually see it and they'd feel it. And to, in my eyes, it wasn't doing that enough. And the connections that I wanted to be making uh, to people that mattered to me was my community. And I, and I, and I, I really, really hit the nail on the head in in the farm with that. Even if it's even if at some points I, I'm not profitable, but having that human connection is something that man, you just, money can't buy that. Yeah, money can't buy that because it fulfills it's filling a void that I had within for a really long time. So. Um, yeah, it's nice. I love that you found this medium in food um, when you've explored like all these other things. Is there something in particular that I know you said you were looking in your garden and you started with a small, you know, garden bed. Was there something that pulled you to the food realm in particular or you were just kind of looking for something to do or it was just like filling time or? I thought it'd be profitable, you know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then I started um, mingling with community and, and the growing. This is profitable. This year, you're in the wrong business if you're here for profit. And so now you don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I kept going and I kept going. I kept pushing. I was like, I can do it. There's this guy on YouTube. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it's not. It's not. You have to have, you know, acres and money and you have to have people working for you it's really hard to have integrity uh when it comes to paying people properly mm-hmm. um, you can't have the integrity in the food the same way because at, at some at that point at that scale you know it's you have to think of your profits or right. the business just doesn't survive right you know right now i'm restructuring Right now, okay. restructuring. It's not something like I have the microgreens, and that's something that I'll I'll continue doing at the flea market, and that'll keep things going. But it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and I'm I'm I've reached a point where I just can't afford to risk my future. That sounds really bad. Uh, <laughs> I, it's just I have to look out for myself, you know. Or I won't be able to do future projects. So I'm trying to, right now I'm building a small business that sells Amazon overstock. And I use that business to to keep this one afloat. And this is, it's actually gotten to the point where it's just not a business, you know? So are you doing all this on your own? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
It's hard. It's hard. I mean, at, at first, at first, it's really easy. You got. I had all that. I had all that pent up energy from the pandemic and being yeah. alone and being, uh, uh, you know, all this <laughs> angst. And I, yeah, I drove it into that the same way you well, drive it into the gym or yeah, any other I, any other medium. Yeah, and I just remember like seeing your stories on Instagram where you were just like hauling like dirt and you were just like moving. I mean, it was just crazy. And you were, you know, you'd come on at the yeah. end of the day and I was like, whoa, like you really like released some stuff into that, that soil and that ground. And you were just like, you were working. I was just like, oh my God, we could, you could just tell there was something happening. There was huge transformation. It might've been avoiding the emotional aspect of the pandemic. I had to drive it into something or I was, I was going to lose it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was hard, but yeah, now it's, it's gotten to a point where it's slowing down and, and granted we're in like a shoulder season. So it's between summer and winter. It's not enough cold for some crops and it's not enough heat for others. Mm. So I'm, I'm restructuring and trying to, to rethink and, and mourn the idea of this being a business. Okay. And I'm in some sort of a mourning process. Yeah. And you said you're you're shifting into ginger. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing ginger. Ginger is something that that uh, is a long day to maturity. You know, so it's something that that I think it's it can be up to six months to grow, four to six months. And is this helping with that graving process? Well, it's just gonna put something in the ground, so I just don't, you know, throw everything aside. Mm, you okay. know, I don't I don't want to abandon ship. I just want. I was growing thirty day crops. 30, 30, I was pushing it at 60, like uh, beats are 80. Uh, but I was trying to do high succession so I could so I could rotate my my plots and my my beds fast, 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 fast. Got it. Um, and now I, I I need to focus on creating some sort of financial security for myself. Um, and to me, that's not a not an issue. I grew up at the flea market. If you show up with a hundred bucks, uh, you go to different stalls. You shift it over here, and you sell it here, and you move it there. You can leave with five, but you have you know I grew up with that, so it's it's right. I've never worried about. And to me, uh, the car I drive and and money and things are fleeting. I don't worry about it. It's just. Um, I know that I'll be happy if I have to sell oranges on the side of the road because home is here, you know, and and, mm -hmm. and all this other money and material and the things that we consider stable are fleeting, you know. So yeah, now I've, I've jumped back to the flea market. I want to, I've created this little business of Amazon overstock and I drive to LA once a week. And, and between then I, I grow my microgreens and I wow. tend to my, um, the the things that I'm growing right now we're shifting into I ordered ginger seed okay um, and that'll be something fun because it has a lot of aroma it mm -hmm. takes a long mm -hmm. time to grow but eventually it'll it'll yield the ginger it'll uh, uh, ginger shoots it'll uh, the, the leaves are really good tea you know I'll have this this um, more than organic crop because I don't I'm not gonna put any pesticides yeah. again and and I can re you know Restabilize after this pandemic. Pandemic was was tough. You know, my my fabric business. We my mom was trying to retire, so okay. uh, my mom and I have always been two peas in a pod. So mm -hmm. to, she, you know, she wanted to retire, and, and she, we, she's been grandfathered into these prices at the swap meet. 
um, okay. or the stall fees are really low. So I was like, you nice. can't, you can't just let yeah. that go, Mom. Yeah. If you want, and a little extra money, we can reshape your business in mm-hmm. a way that that uh, is not a lot of work. And and we're we're getting there. I think we're we're about eighty percent there to the point where where she shows up, she puts her little table, right. and sometimes she comes with me to LA, but. But sometimes I just bring her back stuff. I go, this is going to sell really well. This is trendy. And this is, you know. Yeah. Um, so she'll get like, for her, she gets makeup and she gets, uh, right now she gets, I, I was going to tell you about them, but they're these glass bottles, water bottles with a crystal uh-huh. at the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or a little pocket of crystals at the bottom. And she's yeah. selling those. And, and, and now she's having a really good time at okay. the flea market again, as where before it was something really stressful because people weren't selling enough. You know, the people from TJ weren't crossing. That was a majority of our business. Wow. And we were, we were really like, it was, um, oh my God. yeah, it was like being out in the ocean without, you know, we were, it wasn't drowning, but we were definitely in quicksand. It was definitely getting to the, to the brink. Yeah. And, and I found a wholesaler in LA and then I found another and I found another and now I drive to LA and get my stuff and I come back and we organize it once a week i sell online right now we're 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 giving away more vegetables than we than we sell but (laughs) but it's 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 really fun and and that's a a beautiful aspect Uh, that's that's that beauty that that fills me up so yeah it's everything's in a really good place in a really good place and and i've let go the idea that that i'm a one that i'm a conventional conventional artist that makes objects and two, that that I'm going to be some sort of a gross, grocer, producer, or some sort of a you know vegetable farmer the rest of my life. <laughs> but that was like a pandemic <laughs> thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that was a certain, that was a phase. <laughs> well, it's not even a phase. It's just like this. Uh, it created a different. The pandemic created a different person inside. You had to shift. Yeah. You had yeah. to shift, or or be destroyed by the pressure of being locked in. So I shifted. I've never had a problem shifting, you know, even yeah. in my work. Um, um, yeah. Home so do you see yourself um, going back to art? Or- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know Creating. if you cuss on your show or anything, but oh, you're fine. I, I don't give a fuck about very many things. But yeah. the, things I, the things I care about, I care about a lot. <laughs> and what are those things that uh, are super sacred to you right now? Um, family. Uh, creating a financial future that's that's stable for all of us. Uh, uh, more more than anything, my my mom and I. You know, um, when I came back from San Francisco, I bounced around and living in different places, and I was uh, living in a in an office that was connected to my uncle's house. And I created, I, I installed a bathroom, a shower, oh you know, and it was and it was fun and all. But then my mom's business started not doing so well she's like just move home move home i was like mom i'm almost 40 like i i can't move home i can't move i just can't i can't i I need to have you know we're we've always been so united i was like i I need my independence yeah she's like you know but the business and we can make something work i was like okay i'll move home if we can split it into a duplex and i did that so right now we have uh, I have three bedrooms on my side. I'd rent one uh, to a friend who works at UCSD's uh, art department. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. One is my gym, gym slash uh, office, which needs to be refined a little better. Okay. 
uh, and one's my bedroom, and the kitchen is storage for merchandise, and um, and it works really well because during this, if we wouldn't have done that, uh, I'm not sure what would have happened financially in so many different arenas, not just my financial security, but my mom's. Right. Wow. Um, and now we had a. I I got this guy from. He's he's, he's a he's a friend of a friend from Boston to move in, okay. and the pandemic hit, and my mom had a little rent coming in, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and then uh, the pandemic was lifted, and I found the wholesaler, and it was this perfect shift of of financial security, and wow. it's. Mm, and, and the weird thing and knock on wood or whatever thing is, is I never doubted it for a second. I never doubted that things would line up. They just always have. Yeah. And I, and I have faith in, in, in my journey. I think my journey is something that, that as a younger man, I used to, you know, really stress out and it make me think all kinds of, and I, I wasn't trusting of of my journey and now i i what's gonna happen there's nothing yeah. I've, I've been through so much <laughs> i've survived so much it's, it's like, just it, nothing matters and the yeah. things that matter matter a lot so focus on yeah. them and the, those things that matter are family you know uh creating uh peace for myself and those around me and, and those who who i care about and care about me and and double down on on the things that give and the people who are who are generous and the people who accept my generosity and, and vice versa. So, um, yeah, that's, that's those, that's those things. It's <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Yeah. I totally came on here, you know, thinking that we're going to be talking about your farm and, and all these things that are happening. And I just love how nimble you are and how mutable you're able to shift and turn and be okay with taking risks and, getting into the next level of your evolution and, and I'm just curious what is your what is your sign like you're so malleable I'm January 19th I think okay. I'm a cusp you're a Capricorn some sort yeah. of a yeah yeah a Capricorn on the cusp of Aquarius yeah, yeah and so I'm, I'm not too I've uh, I've I've known more of the Capricorn because I, I, I don't read a whole lot of yeah of the astrology stuff um, I don't know my rising and my yeah, yeah. falling yeah, yeah. <laughs> stars or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but but I just know that that I'm in a movie. I'm just floating along. I trust the fact that whatever's <laughs> going to happen is going to happen, and it's going to happen because it needs to happen. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. I mean, I talk to people and, and, all the time. And, and, and it's been something that I had to cultivate. I had to cultivate that again. That's not, that's not, not something that comes naturally. That's it. something that over time I had to cultivate because Got early it. on I had these ideas of poetic poverty, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, as an artist, I want to be poetically impoverished, you know, you know, it's like, at some point you just, no, stupid. <laughs> You are impoverished. <laughs> You're broke. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, we we didn't grow up with a lot, so yeah. So I, I really didn't have to try very hard. 
publicly <laughs> barged. <laughs> but I, but that you know, built it. a certain amount of of you know it 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 it, it creates a shell. It creates mm-hmm. a shell, and and it, and it uh, I've, I've never had to eat you know stray animals before, so yes, you're doing good. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine I'm doing all right you know <laughs> so so that gives me a lot of confidence to to shift and bob and weave because I'm all right yeah. you know and I have to I have to just be true to the fact that I have to keep I don't, I don't have to really keep reminding myself I just you know like my my father passed away at a really young age uh well not you know I was 18 17 mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty and man that put me in a really weird space but it taught me that that our journey is ends, that it's finite, that our time is finite. And accepting that and then maneuvering and then the, the swap meet, you know, education yeah. teaches you to, to maneuver your resources and 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 make something that, that serves you. That, that nothing is forever and it's one thing to to know it and it's another thing to understand it and it's another thing for it to be burned into your bones with an emotional event like that so yeah i think that drove me to not hesitate you know because my father was a, a dreamer my father yeah. was a dreamer with no action which was it's, uh, it's got it. toxic 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 stuff so do you think that the no um, action really enforced you or made you want to put things in action because I mean you're in action you're you're all action I, but I, I do it I do it to everything I, I yeah if I'm learning something I dive in I've only been playing the guitar for three months I've got five of them now oh my god it's just what's the point yeah what's the point it makes me happy and sometimes that's fleeting, you know, Absolutely. that somebody put it online. Someone, someone online says this too shall pass. That yeah. doesn't just apply to bad things. So yeah, dive in and I make time for things that, that make me happy and make my life easier. You know, just floating along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I mean, I just love your drive and like the passion and, and you know what, I'm, I'm looking at this card again and I'm realizing this is the, the page of, of wands. <laughs> which which is like this is her like she has this flame about her and it's this energy of like going all in so focused on it and that's the thing that's driving is that all of a sudden that drive or that passion and and you know I get the same thing I'll get hooked on something and it's like you have to like see it all the way through and you put everything into it and then it's almost like once that flame kind of flickers out a little bit or it starts to die down then it's like another one kind of you know, engulfs me and, and, and then I have to go and do that sort of thing. And I just, I'm yeah. seeing, you know, that beautiful flame that just like you're dancing with this fire. Yeah. And and you have to, when I was going through my mourning process for my father, you know, mm-hmm. I really latched on to my, to my uncle to find guidance and that male energy. Um, and he just kept drilling it into my head and saying, the only thing constant in this world is change. The only thing constant in this world is change. And he just kept saying it and kept saying it. And at some point, you know, it becomes a part of the way you live your life when you have 
I think because it's the role models are people that 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 you trust. I think that information is not just verbal. It's 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 genetic. It's soulful. It's it's um, there's a connection there that that nobody sharing information with you can can activate that within you. You know, it's something that it's this blood connection and and he was just really adamant about mm. it the only thing constant in this world is change you know and, it, and it, yeah and it's true. i could just yeah <laughs> and i and i was just looking at your face yeah. and i just was seeing you like replay his voice oh, like almost like an over and over and you kind of reconnecting to his yeah his voice and energy when he just and as an 18 year old you don't you know you're so malleable you're still yeah. you think you're an adult and you think you know where yeah. you're going and you know but no, you're just as, as lost as the adults. Because <laughs> you know we're pretty fucking lost too. Yeah, you know yeah. we just know we just know how to how to bob and weave with the with the journey. It's not that you know uh, we know more, or it's just somebody throws something at you, just mm-hmm. or whatever life does, <laughs> or whatever you just kind of dip out of the way and. Yeah. <laughs> Go in. Bob and weave. Yeah, keep going. No worries. Later. Wow. wow. <laughs> See things, you know, kind of float by. And it was funny, I saw that card and I thought, you know, I like I like to wear black. Yeah. And I feel not like like I like the color black and and I feel like a dark. Mm-hmm. But because it's such a calm color, like I don't want my mind is really active already. So I, th- yeah. I saw the crow, and yeah. I saw the flame, and yeah, yeah this could, thing could be roaring. Oh, yeah. It's but like... outside can be calm, you know. Yeah, it's a really beautiful card. And and for me, there being like a connection to nature, like the, the, the plants, you know, I love to go hiking and all these other different things that, that make me feel uh, regrounded. Um, yeah, that you, again, you pulled that card and I let her, <laughs> yeah. It, it's no, it struck. Really captured, it struck home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It captures some something for sure, and I just see like that sun behind behind this bird. It's like it's rising and, and coming up and just basking in that light. Yeah, migrating, migrating with the with the seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what would you say? What season you're in right now with all of this that's happening? <laughs> right now, I'm just trying to be fluid. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to. I'm just moving along i already set i already set the pace i already set it's already set there's nothing nothing needs to be done other than wait you know wait for the things that i set in motion spiritually physically to come to fruition there's just no doubt that it's headed there it's just i i already did the work i just need to maintain maintain myself uh and and recover recover you know, and be and be ready to to act again, and to be ready ready to, to to put that amount of energy back into the thing that that which you know, it, it, ginger's going to be this thing that's going to be in my yard, and I'm going to grow sunflowers, and it's going to be uh, easy, er, yeah, you know. But this 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 business, and now the guitar's giving me something to learn. Right now, I'm just using it as an outlet to, I don't know, keep my hands busy. I really miss making objects, oh, right. but yeah. they don't make sense. They just don't make sense. They don't make sense. I don't, 
what's this single object doing for the world? And and it's hard for me to even say that because I was so in it, right? So in it, so dedicated, so blindly, you know, following, and and almost to the point where it was stubborn. I was oh. stubbornly stubborn, stubborn following this thing to to you know where I lost relationships and I lost uh, you know not lost it's never losing it's mm-hmm. never even losing it's just having things shift things you know the 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 world and the dynamic of the the movie is is got to put you where you need to be whether you want to be there or not right right you know i was being less fluid than than got it i was being less true to that fluidity right so so yeah. you know life taught me a few lessons and it put me in some some awkward positions um but yeah just n- nothing a little self reflection and and <laughs> learning <laughs> oh my <Get> god <laughs> and i think um yeah i mean just listening to you and i think there's so many people that will resonate with this thing of you know what we thought was was life or that we thought this is the most important thing and then the shift of you know what really matters and how do I really want to spend my time and you know the people that I'm dealing with and working with and and I have seen you know all these shifts and even just connecting with people with designing their homes like it's all changed like the whole dynamic and the reasoning why they're wanting to create space it's, it's so so different yeah yeah and, and how they're going to connect to that space and and how you helping them create that space sets examples for other people. My sister's a really big fan of yours. You know, she really likes what you do and she's just so just <laughs> getting into that spiritual realm, right? Yeah. Oh my God, and the work she's doing. She's had to have been the, the, the logical big sister for such a long time to the point where it's things have to be in order and things da 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 but now she's getting into the spiritual and she's she's letting go a little more and, and she's exploring parts of herself that, that are, you know, and and that's something that I don't, I, that it's really easy to forget is that the things that we do are setting examples for people and affecting people that are on their journey, you know, that, that we can be messengers. And I think that's something really, really awesome that you're doing is that, 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 you always put out a lot of positivity and even if the the sometimes with the readings that you're making yeah. uh, it could be a card that could be interpreted as a negative thing uh, you're not saying okay this be careful you know this is a card that da, 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 da. no you're saying you know this is going to bring out this within you and this right. is this is the the energy you need to look within for yourself and within yourself to to thrive in a in adversity you know like mm-hmm. that, those are that's amazing thank you for that yeah oh yeah no it's it's coming from a place of empowerment of of knowing like what energies are maybe at play and how can we overcome those things or how can we use it to our advantage and versus you know coming about it with fear and you know it's just about changing that perspective i guess and how i like to look at things yeah. and interpret them yeah, it's, it's sometimes sure. you might get more followers if if you if you were to make a little fear mongering. Oh you know? my god, can but, you imagine that? You know, like a, no, no, yeah, yeah, the, the, the Fox News of of oh uh, tarot god. cards. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> be very afraid. 
cannot even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. It's terrible. Such a such an oxymoron. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I did, and I feel like that. You know, ju- that just in my life too. Like whenever something horrible happens, or something unexpected, or something devastating happens, it's my my spirit is to overcome and to take it and and take that energy and harness it and, and create something out of it and to overcome it. Like I just have a very yeah. stubborn yeah. way about me where it's like I'm gonna prove that wrong or I'm gonna overcome this and I'm gonna do it with you know fierce and. Um, passion. Yeah. Sure. And and yeah, it's a skill set for sure to be able to, to reframe things. And I'm not sure if you go into it. Uh, here's a question for you. Do you go into these readings yeah. and you get the card and you go, okay, I I need to reshift this positively or is that something that, that uh, comes more no. natural to you? I look at the card and I just look at it and and I the first things that pop to mind the intuition of it and I'm just like oh I can see this and in, in this sort of perspective it's not I guess it's not really a conscious yeah. thing that I'm doing and when I yeah. come out when it comes out and I talk it's I don't know where it comes from sometimes or I'll do readings and I don't remember what I just read like I'll forget it's like you know you're kind of in this has it channel. always been that way is the other question <sighs> I feel like I've always heard like that and that's probably yeah, one of I'm the saying reasons just why. Just in general, your maybe not your readings, but have has your perspective always been that way? Oh yeah. Like as a younger self, or as you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a little kid, or I is remember it something like that you had to develop. Um, it's a good question. I'm trying to think of an example of what might have happened. Um, no, I feel like I always shifted. Um, there were times when, you know, I, I grew up very poor and in this apartment complex and I had a stepdad that was just horrific and he would lock us out and it would be raining outside and I just remember like oh like sh- we're gonna like we're gonna play in the rain thing. yeah <laughs> I would just like shift it and like cool. okay yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. like do this thing and we're gonna go you know and it just felt like the same thing like in my garage like I would sneak away in the garage and pretend like it was you know my my house and it was mine and, and, and yeah there's like cockroaches you know like running around on the floor but I created like a cool little bed and it's just like oh I'm like I'm in yeah. the cabin I'm in the woods like it, I, it was always just like a yeah. a shift of how can I I don't even know if it was a conscious thing it was just like oh you know it was kind of like playing with imagination and putting myself I guess part of it yeah. too when I was younger is our my home didn't feel safe you know and I created these sacred spaces and, and most of the time it was in a tree you know, yeah. I'd, I'd climb up in the tree and that was yeah. my sacred space. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, and, and it's adversity, uh, again, uh, you know, sharpening, you know, right? Sharpening, sharpening the knife, you know, honing that yeah. for you. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. like in, at every point, I, I feel like, I mean, just when I left my home, I ran away from home and like literally had a, you know, a garbage bag with clothes and that was it. I wasn't able to take anything else. Yeah. So it was just like, we're going to do it. <laughs> Make it work. Yeah. What's, what, what else could happen? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I Famous have nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just like, I don't have anything. You know, yeah. I don't have a car. Like, I would take public transportation and I would, I had a garbage bag of clothes and I was like, I'm going to make a world for myself. I'm going to start new. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a, again uh, your environment creating that shell. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's there's something that that every time 
we connect or interact there's always i always feel some sort of con connection in that respect that that it's it's i think it's a developed skill set that happened for us young right mm, yeah um but the thing that i like to like people ask me all the time it's well, how do you stay so positive and, and you know blah blah blah. it's like it's, no it's a developed skill set that everybody can do you know just have to hone that yeah. for yourself yeah yeah it's not this yeah, natural you, thing that's unattainable yeah i mean you've just got me like right? reflecting on all these things and all these stories like holy shit like i've gone through some crap and it was like every single one it just totally right it just kind of put you in this space to like reframe re create like and and to be malleable and to shift and be and looking at things in these different perspectives and how do i get over this and it was just like a constant yeah. solving of um of problems that wasn't even like problems it was more like a game it was like how do i maneuver myself out of this how do i you know work this at a different angle yeah mm -hmm. take your it's resources cool. and make them work for you oh my gosh whatever yeah. it is even if it's a trash yeah. bag full of clothes yeah right at some point I don't know what you did there for for money at some point, but you, you said oh, okay, I was working. This is but, and, yeah. That's what I'm interested <laughs> in. But I mean, there's a skill set that you yeah. have to employ to, to to work too. You know, there's take take it take inventory and move on. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. determined. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's that drive, that determination, and that passion, and it's just like just knowing that you're going to overcome it. And yeah, very yeah. cool. It's sometimes I feel like <laughs> like. Sometimes I feel like to the point where things are pre-written mm. in some respect. And 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 it works out. <laughs> it works out. It always works out. The story out. can't end like <laughs> the, the story doesn't end like this. No, the, it has or the story to. End, it's gonna, it's yeah. It has There's gonna to. be a character development or whatever there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Thank you. You have been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Kinseth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E, and find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.